0: hello and welcome to the penguins collective podcast my name is louis my name is josh
1: and we are two brothers who love to debate about sports especially the pittsburgh penguins
0: the penguins took on montreal canadians in montreal in an overtime thriller spoiler alert, we lost Let's get after it. Josh, the Penguins went into overtime again against the Montreal Canadiens. And just like last time, they beat us. It is 5-4 Montreal in overtime. Penguins get away with a point here. Really quick, we have a lot to talk about. Josh, really quick before we get into scoring, what's on your mind?
1: Yeah, uh, I will, if you were to tell me at the end of the second that this game would end 5-4, uh, I would have called you a liar because that third period made me totally forget about what happened in the first and second period. That Especially was- Especially
0: overtime. If you told me this game would go in overtime, I'd be like, ah, yeah, come on. Yeah,
1: that too. Yes, yeah, so crazy third period. Um, I don't know what's up with the refs. Uh, don't know what they're seeing don't know who's calling what on who half the time. Mm -hmm. But hey, uh, what I will say, though, is that they were bad for both teams. So usually when I'm angry at the refs, it's usually because they were bad for us or just, you know, just trying to make us lose. But this time I felt like they were uh, just bad in general. But yeah, I mean, we'll get into all of my thoughts right now once we get into our version of overtime. But yeah, off the top, just third period was crazy.
0: Yeah, not not a fan of it. There was, like, I felt like the refs forgot they were in an NHL game until, like, the third period, and they are like, oh, yeah, we should probably start calling yeah. some things. <laughs> and they were like, penalty, penalty, penalty. How, how many was that? Two for Pittsburgh? I think there was. For s- Montreal. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying, like, that's what oh, they were doing, doing the in their pressure, head. Sure. And they were like. Okay, let's call another one on Montreal. That one didn't look like a trip, but let's call him anyway. Get, get him out. Um, was that yeah. interference? No? Kind of looked like it. Yeah. All right. Get back in there. Go, go, go. Get out of here. It's three on three. Don't care. We're playing overtime now, so that way we get it over with. <laughs> yeah. And they just, it didn't happen. Penguins went in overtime anyway yeah. and lost Montreal. I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know how I like, should feel because we're doing this really, literally, right as the game ended. So yeah. usually we take like 20 minutes before we record, but we hopped right on. I don't know how I should feel right now. I'm happy we got away with a point, but I'm frustrated that we gave up too. Kind of.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's like, we shouldn't have lost, but at least I'm happy that we got a point from this little, um, like road trip here.
1: So. Yeah, yeah I think, well, um att sportsnet they they said it perfectly they said you know tough road uh short road trip and they got five out of a possible six so i mean not perfect but ideal yeah
0: you know and and uh, uh, some of those games we probably shouldn't have won uh so um coming into a game where i knew it had to be uh like a definitive win i felt like with jari and net we should have I would love uh, a 4-2 victory here. This is kind of what I was hoping for, but it kind of got off the rails a little bit too much. And um, I don't know, I just didn't like how the Penguins have, how the Penguins have been playing. But before we get into all that, let's go into uh, the quick game recap here. Let's see, go through all the scoring. Let's start off in the first period. Josh Anderson scored. That's the first period. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I honestly, I thought it's been such a long game. Yeah. And it was such a roller coaster game that I forgot how quick the first period went. So I know I was kind of hoping the whole game was like that. But yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, sorry about that. First period. Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson scores for the Montreal Canadiens. They're up 1-0 going into the second. Jeff Petrie scores on a power play goal against his former team. He ties it up 1-1. Ricard Raquel with a beautiful tip in later, uh, about two minutes later, uh, the Penguins were really feeling the momentum there. uh, Pedersen took a nice shot uh, low to the ground. Pedersen put his stick behind his back at the right angle.
1: What did I say? Pedersen.
0: Pedersen shot the puck.
1: Yeah, and then, you said, and then you said Pedersen reached his stick behind his ah, back.
0: dang it. Yeah, you're right. You got me. So, Raquel put his hey, stick behind him. Just helping out. Hey, helping out. Thank you. Um, put the stick behind him and top shelf. Top shelf. Beautiful goal. Um, I think that's going to be overlooked just because we lost this game.
1: Yeah. But what, a, what I had a great a, tip. I had a question for you on this one because – i'm watching that shot and i'm thinking even if raquel doesn't touch it is it going in that was a sweet shot
0: no because if you look at jake allen he was attacking the puck as if it was coming from a lower angle so i think it would have just what i could imagine what he was doing was going into the butterfly and using his stick to kind of pull it away go it into the the, the end uh, boards there okay. um uh, but obviously with the tip and you have to adjust. So he kind of looked like he was flailing to the yeah, top. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I think that would have been an easy save, especially since no one was in front of Jake Allen. He was a little out front of the crease. He was taking the shot head on. That would have been a save. Okay. Um so good on Ricardo Kell to kind of change the direction of the puck, get a goal. Going into the third, pens up or two pens are up to 1. As we know with the Penguins in the lead, doesn't last for long. Cole Caulfield scores 49 seconds into the third period. Kills all lead for the Pens, 2-2. Then Nick Suzuki scores, captain for the, the, the Montreal Canadiens. They score. Brock McGinn scores. He's been on fire for the last six games.
1: they three on three.
0: Yeah. So here we are. Yeah, that's right. It was a three-on-three, three, which then tied it up to be three-to-three. Th- no, we took the lead.
1: Correct. Three-two.
0: Three-two. And then, in a stupid penalty by Latang, they score on the power play. Yeah. So, <laughs> gosh darn it. They tie it up. Wait, am I doing math correctly? Four four. four four, not three three. Excuse my,
1: that, not me. Not how me. That's my bad.
0: Again, got four three. Then Monahan for the Canadians got four four, uh, with fourteen with six minutes left to go uh, in the game, and we're going to overtime. We had some good chances, but Mike Hoffman of the Montreal Canadiens does a nice one time shot, he sneaks behind Jari. Game over. We lose in Montreal. Um, at the end, what I love watching about the AT and T AT&T Sports uh, uh, Sports AT Sports Net. Yep, you good? I was going. I kept on wanting to say book, but that's <laughs> that's for another thing. But um, so the Sports Net, they they zoom in on Mike Sulfan Like after the loss, you could tell he was fuming, yeah. like. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that locker room as he came back saying you had a lead. You blew it three times, three times. <laughs> and it was all defense. Each time they scored, it was a defensive problem, either them taking penalties or them just not doing their job. Uh, what was the goal? Uh, Monahan? Yes, Monaghan. Ruta was the, the D-man in front of Jari. The puck got kind of hopped up and it was a shot on net and it kind of popped up and Ruta kind of fell backwards. He kind of skated back, left Monahan wide open in front of Jari. Mm. And it, that's why it was bounced off Jari. He just took the puck and slammed it home and that's why we have 4-4. Bad defense. That's just a prime example of Letting our lead go due to bad defense. I think our defense is in a lot of trouble. um, And I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. So that has been your quick game recap. But there's more stuff we want to talk about. So speaking of defense, Josh, you said you wanted to talk about Peterson.
1: Yeah. I I, Honestly, the last couple of games, I I just super impressed. Like I said earlier, I thought that shot that ended up being raquel's redirect for his goal thought that was a great shot thought he was playing well defensively now there was a miscue uh at one point where he just completely missed the puck i don't know if you remember that oh
0: it was at the end of the game it was when uh we were having like an onslaught in the zone
1: yeah Yeah. but that was also where Gensel did the back check and then ended up on his back being tackled and they got into a little scuffle but yeah, that's right. other than that little <laughs> mishap where you completely forgot about the puck, I thought he's been playing great. And then I the, think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, It's okay. And then yesterday, who is, I, if you were to say, who was the defenseman that has played the most minutes of like almost every game for the Penguins, you would just automatically go to Latang. Because it has been in the past, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's Pedersen. Well, I think, well,
0: this kind of coincides with the point that I was trying to interrupt you on Yeah, this, it. he got promoted to the first line on D and I think he's taking that very seriously because there has been questions about Pedersen in the past, like last year, there was a time if you remember that people were calling for his head saying that he was going to get traded, that he's not a good fit in Pittsburgh. Here he is on line one with Latang, and he's outshining Latang, taking shots being I don't know just playing better on the blue line than Latang. so I think he's taking his position on the first line very seriously
1: yeah yeah I just wanted to give a shout out to him just because I thought he played has been playing really well on this uh this road trip and uh hopefully when we get back home he keeps it going
0: yeah and I could I could tell speaking of defensemen, I can tell like I, well first Ruta has been playing good except for that play today mm-hmm. he has been playing good Um, i kind of noticed a little spark in Dumo today. I kind of noticed a little spark, little realization, like, hey, I'm on the second D pair. I should be on the first kind of situation. Um, yeah, I just, I just thought he was playing a little bit better than what he has been for the last 12 games. So I guess kudos for you, uh, Dumo for playing a little bit better than what you have been. So yeah, um, yeah. Josh, is there anything else? I know you wanted to mention a couple other people. Can, can I give shout-outs? Uh, unless that's part of your three-on-three.
1: Three, no, no, just the, it's okay. Just the only other person I wanted to uh, shout-out was uh, Um Yes, I know everyone has their uh, pitchforks and torches ready to run him out of Pittsburgh. But I am a fan, and I will always be a fan so I biasly was very uh, happy to see him back in the lineup. And I thought he played with a little pep in his step. Uh, yeah. Because he knew or knows that, you know, his, uh, for lack of a better term, his ice is wearing thin with uh, with yeah. Coach Sullivan. So it was nice to see him, you know, skating fast, took a couple shots, which was always you know wanted to see that from him but he never did it so
0: yeah he always see- passed it off so yeah
1: exactly so glad to see him shoot it a couple times great to see him out there now it's just a matter of you know does he have a fit on this team going forward and you know i think he does i think he just needs to get that goal i think honestly as soon as he
0: gets that goal which he will i think the he will. gates will open yeah because he's going to score one of those goals where it's like a power play and we're down by one in the third period. And he's, he's going to just, Sullivan's going to say, Hey man, go on the second line, go get out there. We need speed. And he goes there and he just comes on the ice. He just gets a nice tap in goal. Oh man, place is going to go wild. No more trade rumors. He's going to get like, everyone's going to be like, all right, there he is. That's the captain that we want. And he's going to start playing a lot better. I just think he needs one goal, just one. One on his belt. So that way he can feel a little, um, uh, I guess relief. I get a little bit of, okay, I could breathe now. Let's, let's play a little bit of hockey. And I think he he's fast for the pen. So yeah, I think it's absolutely. Cool. All right. Yeah. Was there anything else you want to talk about? We're doing that's things it. a little bit differently, but no, that's okay. I'm good. Okay. Well, Josh, we love sports around here, don't we? Absolutely. Josh, we love we love hockey, but we also love other sports like the NFL. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team and win and get $200 in free
1: bets if they do. Absolutely, Louis. And right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win player props and point totals with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is our go to when betting on the NFL. All you got to do is
0: download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Once again, that's THPN. And place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Remember, use the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: All right, Louie, now it is time for the TPC overtime three on three challenge, which is now. I like how you've been adding challenge
0: to it. I know. I don't know why, but hey, so it's funny. It's funny you say that because. Uh, last episode after the game, I was editing, and I was like, did he use the word challenge? <laughs> and I was like, do I keep that in or do I not keep it in? But I think it's funny. I So three on three overtime challenge, I like it now. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, to kind of tell you why it is kind of a challenge, we don't tell each other our three on threes. Yeah. The whole I, point of it. Yep. The whole point. Sorry, I, I don't nope. mean to be talking over you, but... The whole point of this is so that I say something that Josh doesn't agree with, or Josh does something that I don't agree with, and we go head to head. Um, Unfortunately, recently, the Penguins have been playing so bad that all our three on threes are the same thing. How bad the Penguins are playing, or there's a little bit, you know, nitpicks here and there. I have some hot takes which kind of spice things up, but other than that, it's been pretty dull. It is still a challenge. You guys just got to bear with us. So with that being said, Josh, what's your first three on three?
1: I love it. Bring it into the heat. Hard. I love it. So yeah. uh, my first is I kind of like where the special teams is headed. Penalty kill. Which one? Oh, okay. Penalty both, kill. Both. That's why I put them both. Hold on. Ah, Here we go. Oh, hear me out. Both have been playing better. Penalty kill has been a lot better than where they used to be. Now power play is slowly starting to creep back up and get get its uh, get its bearings. I should say. Got a power play goal tonight. If it wasn't for some nonsense that the rest were trying to play, we like. We're probably gonna be one and two on the night on just like normal power plays. And then with whatever nonsense that was at the end, obviously we gave up a power play goal, but yes. whatever. I think <laughs> they, they are turning the corner and honestly just playing better. The, um was it the four on three? At the end of the game where Malkin was doing his thing where he drags the puck around and skates yeah. around the blue line. See like I'm okay with it there, because that's a four on three and he's He's trying to create space. Exactly. I'm okay with him doing that there. Yeah. So I was fine with that setup and I thought they had some nice shots. Brian Russ had a great down low look that was inches away from the bar. And I just think I'm seeing the positives on these special teams and I'm excited for what's to come.
0: Okay. We we literally just talked about how we don't really argue, and then here comes an argument. That's all right. All right. So power play sucks. It's atrocious right now. Penalty kill. I agree with you. I agree with the penalty kill. Penalty kill has been good for the last like
1: five games. Yeah. And that's been I, really great to see. I think they literally killed the last eleven of twelve. Yeah. I did eh. I think that's what I, I think that's what I saw. But no, because been, Toronto been scored. scored. Toronto scored one, but that's what I mean. I think that was before uh, Montreal's last goal, the one that tied it uh, up on power play. So what, 11 gotcha. out of 13? Yeah,
0: I mean, that's not bad. It.
1: Yeah, like I said, I agree
0: with you on that. What I don't agree with you is the power play. The power play, especially with Sid, Russ, and Gensel on there, which is the first line, which I'm gonna talk about, um, not been good not been good i feel like there's i don't know what's going on with sid but the last couple games i gave him a pass yesterday i don't know if i can give him a pass today i don't know what's going on he was making terrible passes on the power play he was making terrible plays he was just kind of skating around not really creating space for himself like gino was I just, I don't know. Power play is not, I don't think it was good. I don't think it was good at all today. Uh yeah, we got one, but that means nothing for me. Uh we should be sure we should be getting uh but see here's the difference. That was our second line power play. Mm-hmm. The second line power play is only to to uh have backup for the first power play. Fresh In legs. Perfect fresh legs. In the perfect world, Sid, Gino, Latang, Rust and uh uh Gensel, Gensel should be out there for a majority of those two minutes i would say for a minute and 30. only because they should be setting up in the zone they should be setting up shot, being ready to, to to hammer one in they haven't been doing that in fact the most that i've seen in the last couple games is that they're only out there for like a minute max and then solven is sending out their next power play line That's not what you want to see. You want to see them try to be a little bit better. So I disagree with you on that. Speaking of my, uh, I'm just rolling, Josh. Just let it roll right now. So uh, for my first one, it's definitely the first line of suffering. I don't know what's going on with Sid. Um, Maybe he'll feel better when he's back in Pittsburgh. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Gensel, the same. He's been scoring on the... the, uh, box score he looks great on paper looks great but the eye test the first line has been failing the eye test tremendously uh rust as well he had some good opportunities today but he has not been performing which therein lies the issue with the first line and then it carries because the first line is basically the first power play line it carries into that and i think that's why we're suffering i don't know maybe it's time to bring raquel back up to the first line bring russ down to the second maybe play a little bit there uh because when raquel was up there with sid he kind of got things more like moving so that way sid and Gensel could work so maybe we could try that but my thing is first line not doing good
1: yeah and that's something where you know we argue on the first one we agree on this one because my second point is actually the second line is the better of the lines right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, well, that was one of mine. So, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. second line has been phenomenal. So good. And that's where, like, I kind of disagree with what you were saying there at the end about bringing Raquel up. I would not bring Raquel up because Raquel and Zucker and Malkin are playing at such a phenomenal pace right now. You just don't yeah. you don't want to mess with it. I think tonight Zucker had three assists, uh, Malkin had a goal, and um, Raquel had a goal. I mean, this line carried us not only tonight, but it seems like for the last like three games, and they've been playing so well that it, like to your point, it makes you question what's going on with the top line. Yeah because you gave Rust the extension, not only based off of how well he played last year, but you're expecting him to carry over that success and um, accomplishments that he had last year to this year. And to take away some of the burden from Crosby, because obviously, it's another year that he's getting older, another year closer to retirement. But yet you have these two wingers that are supposed to be, you know, the guys to pretty much carry him along. Not I shouldn't say carry him along. Now don't don't miss don't misinterpret that.
0: Okay? Don't start sending some mean tweets.
1: Yeah, no one needs to carry Sidney Crosby, okay? Like let's get that straight. I'm just saying, like it was they're just supposed to make his life easier, okay? Yes. And I, it's just not not clicking right now. And I don't, I don't get it. But and you can't send Russ down to the third line. That's
0: ridiculous. Unless you bring McGinn up to the the first line, and or then you bring Russ down. No, Heinen's not that good right now. I would bring McGinn. McGinn is hot right now. You bring him up to the the first line. Give him a little look. Bring him up. Imagine how fast he would be on the first line. Yeah. With Sid. Oh, man. That would be a fiery first line, especially with how hot McGinn is right now. I would love to see that. You don't want, like you said, you don't want to touch the second line. And I kind of agree with you there. Uh, so, okay. We don't touch the second line. Maybe we bring Russ down. Because um, obviously Sid and Gens, they're not getting touched. Yeah. Obviously, Russ Rust, uh, Rust is the man out. So Rust is out, can't touch him to the third line, bring him down to the bring sorry, second line, bring him down to the third line with Heinen and, and put Carter and Carter and put uh McGinn up on the first line. That's bold. Interesting. Interesting. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Only because I don't think I don't know, like Russ would not handle a, I sure wouldn't take a demotion that hard.
1: Yeah. But would it would it offset by keeping him on the first power play? Yes, I would keep the first power play because I think that's our best power but, play line. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yes, you're on the third line, but hey, like you're still on the first power play well he's he's smart they're all
0: smart guys so you got to say like dude i can't even touch the second line they're on fire right now so yeah. you're going to the third line just for let's just see how practice is you
1: know i would i would try to play with that or here here's here's a thought which i mean this is why i'm not a nhl coach the talent is speaks for it for itself on the first line what if you just say they're going through it Thank God for the second line and a few players in the third and fourth. And we'll just we'll ride this out until things start clicking on well, the uh, on the first line.
0: Well, here's where my coach mentality comes in. As like I'm a coach at all. But if you have three lines that are a part of your power play, you're gonna send your fourth line out after the power play is done. that's not working can't do that (laughs) that's true so well i mean you have some people in the fourth on the fourth line that's in the second power play right heinen's out there carter's out there mcginn sucker no heinen's not in there third line isn't out there except for carter and that's it Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would do. This is why I don't get paid money to be a coach. And this is why Sullivan has the hardest job in the NHL. So Sully, we're behind you, whatever you do. Uh, We just want to win games as he does because he looked very angry at the end of this one. Um, My second one, does Jari look a little shaky? Is Jari not playing the way he should? He had to break the last two games. He should come in here ready to go. He right. is our starter mm-hmm. goaltender. He did not look like a starter goaltender tonight. He didn't play horrible. He let some easy goals in. in the, he let the, that first goal in the beginning. That was an easy goal. He should have stopped. No question there. Second period, he played like he was Vesna himself. Okay? Yeah. Then, which which is unfortunate because they got two in the second, shouldn't have happened. Which well, no, that one? Got, no, excuse me. They got none in the second. Sorry. Once again, this game is so weird because the third period feels like the second period. Sorry. The third period second... felt like its own game. Yes. Second period, he, he shut him out. Yeah. He played phenomenal in the second, and then third period is where it all fell fell all went to heck.
1: That that one that one goal where. Sullivan challenged it. Like, was that uh, that was Cole Caulfield's goal? Cool. Like, why? I I'm confused on. Like, why he didn't see that one? Like, why didn't the the traffic was to the side of him? The shot was coming directly at him, and then all of a sudden it's in the no, net. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So what happened was, I honestly believe it was a tip in. That's was the only thing tip-in? that. That's the only other thing that like I can think of. I thought it was just a straight up shot that literally no. just went by him. You just didn't no, even- No, because
0: the, I don't think the physics made sense. So it was kind of a higher shot. Uh, who was, was it Pedersen? The, the D-man? Yeah, on? yeah, correct. So it was yeah. it was Pedersen and had a guy in front and Jari did the Jari thing where he, he tries to make contact. He tries to sell it. Mm. Um, I think he went for it. And as the puck was coming up high, remember it was high. I think it hit the, the Canadian stick, which whether it was Cole Caulfield or Cole Caulfield made the shot, I don't know. I can't think of it right now, but it looked like it tipped off that guy's stick and went right behind Jari trying to make up. Oh, okay. So I think that's what it was now. Was that totally on Jari? I don't know because. If he stayed where he was at, would that go in? Who knows? He tried to sell the call, which is all you can really ask. But maybe he shouldn't have tried that. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, But third period was looking pretty bad. So Jari, all that being said, in the second period, Jari looked like a pro goalie. He's one MVP. He is the guy. As people are saying, he's him, you know? He's that guy. And then in the third period, he looked like he was a backup at ECHL getting a shot at, a, at a, a position here in the NHL. He looked terrible. He looked absolutely terrible. There was he wasn't getting back and forth. He made some incredible saves in the second. That same goalie in the second did not play in the third. Don't know what's going on with him. He was a little shaky. He wasn't playing like our starter. He played like a backup.
1: If that makes sense. So I don't know. What do you what do you think? Yeah, no, no arguments for me. Uh, you know, honestly, after the uh, second period, I was thinking, you know, he's going to be the man of the game, you know, he played fantastic. Well, we were then...
0: texting. We were texting during the second yeah. like, sorry for beauty of the game.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know uh, what happened. But hopefully he shakes it off soon, and uh, we get the the Jari that we we were expecting. I'll say that the Jari, the Jari we're we
0: had in the first four games.
1: Yeah, which I think that was kind of a jinx too in the beginning. He was they were talking about it in the beginning of the game, saying that he was four zero and one in his first five starts, and four and one career against. Montreal and it's like really? You had I to, you had had to, to throw it. that out there. Had to yeah. throw that out there, but whatever. It is what it is. No, it is what it is. Josh, what's your third and final? My third and final kind of goes in hand-in-hand in hand with your Jari point is when are we going to play 60 minutes of just mm. good hockey? Like like you were yeah. saying, like you were alluding to, we had maybe like 20, 30 minutes of solid Jari and it's like that's great but like we need a There's full 60. two other periods <laughs> yeah we need a full full 60 from everyone and like, oh yeah You're i felt absolute... like felt like we weren't playing well in the first period and then the second we we're starting to pick it up which is great and then by the time we picked it up it's like the end of the second early third and it's like what are we doing like the well, game's th- pretty much almost
0: over well, the, the momentum was great in the second. I think the Penguins played really well in the second. Yeah. as Because Jari was literally. Well, that's actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm, as I'm, you know, remembering the game, we played average in the second. Jari
1: is the only reason. But that's what I'm saying. It was like yeah. a slow progression. Like, why? Yeah. Like, what? I don't know. I don't. Was I don't it, the, get it
0: the 49 second goal in the third that diminished us? I don't know. I don't know because it looked like we were getting ready to to win this game yeah. uh we were up two one we had some momentum okay let's try to finish it here um and then 49 seconds in cool caulfield decides to get that goal yeah but then
1: um, it's it swung straight back because after sullivan challenged we, obviously they got the, the power play we killed it and then malkin went out and scored yeah So like, I mean, it's not like we were, you know, just hung up on that. Like we kind of bounced back, our momentum kept going, but like, why couldn't we just build that up from the beginning, from the beginning of the first period and bring it all the way through. But
0: 100% agree, I 100% agree we should
1: there in 60 minutes. We'll get there. All right, Louie, and that will do it for the TPC 3-on-3 Overtime Challenge. Challenge.
0: <laughs> All right, it is now time for the TPC beauty of the game. Josh,
1: who is it today? Yeah, we haven't uh, done this in a while, so we apologize. Yes, that's true. But... Um, with tonight's game being a little bit wild and a few of the players being back in Montreal for a second time uh, we are giving tonight's beauty of the game to defenseman Jeff Petrie ooh yes I do agree I wanted
0: it came down to as we talked about in the three on three overtime we had like four people that we were talking about yeah is it going to be (laughs) um Jari that was in the second period and then and the third pair we were like, okay, it's not Jari. <laughs> and then we we're like, all right, who else? And then McGinn scored. Well, yeah. McGinn scored already. And I was like, okay, McGinn could be the guy because we wanted to give it to him before, but we haven't. So I was like, now's the time. But Jeff Pe- Jeff Petrie, I think he's played really good. Especially, it's his own team. He came back to. He played well. He scored. He got booed every time he got the puck. Yeah. You know, they which were loud was, in the third. We were still confused on why he gets booed, even though he got traded. I don't know. It makes no sense. Um, But Jeff Petrie played really well. He has been playing really well. I really think he's blended well with the Penguins. I can't wait to see what you do more in the season. But yeah, for me, that's why he's the beauty of the game.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I agree with everything you were saying. Um, You know, uh, Like I said, back in Montreal for the second time, he had an assist in the first game. Now he's got a goal in this one. So two games in Montreal, two points. Nothing nothing more beautiful than that. Absolutely. And that is our TPC beauty
0: of the game. All right. The Penguins are at home on Tuesday, November 15th, 7 p.m. against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're looking for revenge. They're going to want to get a win here in Pittsburgh. Uh, So let's not let that happen. Um, We are kind of in a weird spot because uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have just won. Mm -hmm. So we need to stop their streak. We have
1: two days of rest. Let's recoup. We should be ready. We should yeah. be ready to go. And it's a weird, weird scheduling too because you have we just had three away games. Now we're gonna come home uh, against Toronto, and then yep. we go back on the road again for three more games. So, yeah, a little, a little bit tricky, but you know, and uh, wild games too. Literally, <laughs> I just yep. realized nice.
0: the pun I had there. Uh, we play Minnesota. Uh, it's it's like a checker. So uh, we play Toronto, mm-hmm. off day. Minnesota, off day. Winnipeg, and then back to back again. Which the NHL really screwed the Penguins over here. Yeah. So um, it was a day break. Winnipeg, and then Chicago. That's a lot of travel. I mean, they have a private jet, and I get that. But I'm just saying, like,
1: <laughs> makes it a little
0: easier. It makes it a little easier. It's not like they're trapped, like driving.
1: Yeah. Just sit or just sitting in the terminal waiting for the. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Waiting for a flight.
0: Oh, got delayed again. It's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, they get a a free ride wherever they go. But, uh, Chicago, have, how, how is Chicago doing? They're pretty much like us. 500. I feel like,
1: I feel like a lot of the NHL is like us right
0: now. Oh, my gosh. Winnipeg, they're eight and three. So they're really good right now. So, um, yeah, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting couple of games. Uh, hopefully, the Penguins could get back to where they were. But that's pretty much it for this one, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we we owe everything to you guys. Don't forget to go on Twitter, follow us at Pens Collective. Go on uh, um, Discord, we're there as well, the Penguins Collective. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe. Go to Apple Podcasts go leave us uh five stars say something nice go to spotify leave us a review uh we we appreciate it all josh what am i missing here uh, i think you nailed everything on the head uh, bingo
1: you can only, find us the, everywhere right yep the only other thing louie josh same time let's try it again let's go let's pens. go pens